What is going on, everybody? This is Ori Styler on the Respectfully Podcast. Uh, big up to Mickey in the building, Mickey Wagwan. Big up yourself. Hey, how you been? I'll be good, man. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, we're going to pretend like this is a week later. <laughs> how you been? It's been a yeah, weird no, week, it's been it, since the last bit, one. Bit of a sticky one still. Yeah, <laughs> man. For those who don't know, uh, basically, uh, we won't know because I haven't told you yet. Uh, we had to record this the day after we recorded the last one because both me and Mickey will be away when we're supposed to normally record. So we've actually said we're going to pretend that we can predict the future with some of the news articles that are coming out to kind of align and see what we can match with by the time this comes out. Show up. business. Yeah, man. Did you see um, that uh, Kim Kardashian had a new baby? And has a new sex tape. Yeah, I saw On the that. Same yeah, week. I didn't even know in the same That's week. crazy, man. Is it a rollout? Well, what if we do, this, what if we do this, this, the Simpsons thing, man? We could try. Where we end up just predicting the future. Predicting so much. All right, let's see. Because we are, we got six days of, of predictions we can make up. What yeah. could happen in the next six days? Um, this is what we're going to do. We're going to predict. Oh, bro. Have a think now. Um, Isn't it crazy that Boris is, Boris Johnson uh, has another child. Fuck Boris. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But that doesn't feel like a prediction. That feels like just something just a waiting to happen. Just yeah. Just, yeah. 100%. All right. Let me think of another one. Isn't it crazy that, oh my God, the, my car transformed. Yes. The new update for Tesla, they made the cars Bro. into Autobots. <laughs> oh my God. Do you remember, you, when it stood up it was crazy, wasn't I it? I was five minutes late today because I don't own a Tesla. <laughs> because I was like, I got in a car, looked at my thing, it said like 10 miles. And I was like, God damn it, man. I wasn't going to tell you. I thought, now nah, I'm not going to have this stush guy tell me. You, you, why does everyone think, do you know what everyone, when they say hello to me, right? What people do, they come up to me. If they know me, they go, hi, Ori, how are you? How's your Tesla? Like it's a part of my identity. It is now. It, it is now. It really isn't. It's just a car. It's not, man. I remember the first time I ever saw you, you pulled yeah. up on the pavement. Oh yeah. When was that? The, yeah. the state agent bit. And yeah. uh, I was like, who's this guy pulling up the pavement? Like he owns the place. But it's a Tesla, so it's all right. You know what I mean, guy just pulls up. I'll take that. Doesn't care, man. Doesn't, I'll take doesn't that. abide by the rules. Come on, let's. I want to predict some more. Um, um, let's think of another thing. I, I, you know what? The way the world's going right now, you could say anything, and it could happen. There's a chance, man. Aliens invading. Aliens. Oh yeah, when they when they the aliens came down and 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 had a meeting with Trump. That was, Trump, yeah. Bro. And the headline in America was uh, Trump supports aliens, yeah, which man. was really weird for him because he doesn't support those people. Yeah. I mean, F Trump as well, man. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> You're in your political vibe today, I'm aren't you? I'm thrown out there, bro. Bro, real yeah. talk, yeah. This has got me thinking. Have you got a, because I was speaking to my missus about this. Have mm. you got a zombie apocalypse plan? Genuinely. A zombie apocalypse plan. You you got one. hundred percent. I got. You telling I me watched, you don't have one? I watched Welcome to Zombieland, and it made me consider what I may have to do. The only thing that I right now have is um, I bulk buy stuff, mm. so I've got a lot of things that are not perishables, but that will last for a long time, years. Yeah, yeah. Like if you keep um, water in a cool place, mm. it, it may it, it could last for about a year in bottles and stuff. Do you say protocol, man? I do know what it's a thing to do, but then I'll be honest with you. Do I want to survive and live if the world has gone to a zombie apocalypse? Of course you do, man. No, maybe you do. If the world's gone to a zombie apocalypse, well, I mean, all of you let them take you. I wouldn't let them take me. I would hope to not be alive, um, but not killed by zombies. I wouldn't want to be living as a zombie, but I wouldn't want to be alive. If that Listen, makes sense. Man, you'd be the first to go with that kind of mindset. You'd be the first. To no, go. I'm training. I've been training a lot to try and make sure my stamina's good. So if I need to run, that's you could, one thing. You, but if they're if they're the zombies that we're talking about. They sprint. Do you know I mean these are, are you, stars, oh, man? Are you talking about like the zombies that were in like? Yeah, I am I'm not about like like Resident Evil, man. When they're best slow. Is it Resident Evil? When they're best they're, slow. They're proper slow. Resident Evil Two. They just 
Yeah, not on about that kind of zombie, man. I'm on about You're talking about like I Am Legend when they just full-blown like, 28 you. days later, sprinters. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know if I could outrun them, but I am training enough to be able to... I'm quick. You can swim. I can swim, and I don't think zombies can. No, that's exactly it, bro. That's it. I could swim. <laughs> He's going to make it, bro. And for all those people looking at me... I take back what I said. People look at me thinking, you can't swim, and uh, you're racist. I can you... swim. I'm fantastic swimmer, thank you very much. <laughs> the amount you swim, you should be good for it, man. That's I should be. However, um, you're going to have to go on land at some point. And I don't know if I could swim and across fight, a man. channel. And fight. I can fight. You're going to... No, I mean, what, against zombies? I Yeah, I'll fight a zombie. Really? And, yeah. Katana, I'll man. Brock up a zombie. What? Really? Yeah, Katana, bro. Brother, Straight give slicing. Me, let me find this one. What's this? This is a stout bar, right? I'm selling this because I don't need, I bought a new one. I don't need this one. I'll smash a zombie's head <laughs> clean off with this. Brother, I can lift up things pretty easy and then swing them. What it takes is yeah, a heavy man. impact with this That's it. to someone's head yeah. or some zombie's head rather. Fidead. You've got to have a doomsday apocalypse plan, man. 100%. You know what I need first? What? A trim. Listen, again for my barber, right? It's been a week. <laughs> Public service <laughs> announcement. Well, I think so. It's been I, a whole I'm week, I'm predicting man. that actually I'll have a trim by then, but today is not the day because obviously we're recording the day after yesterday. Mm. To my barber who didn't trim me for the sake of this podcast episode. Can you now see that I'm in this bullwinkle hat trying to cover up? I'm on my pseudo like spiritual vibe now because my beard is growing and it's not shaped up. You look peace and love, man. I look like peace and love. Peace and love guys look like they don't care of their own hygiene. Not all of them, but some. And that's the ones that I look like. I look like I either went to Glastonbury in the 1970s or right now I'm considering to convert to the religion that some of my family members are. And I don't know if I want to do that right now. So I need to cut my hair, not let it grow. Barber, at this point, we are really beefing. And I feel like you're, he's vexed because of what happened at the last episode. I, I'll be surprised if you do get a trim. I, do you know what? I'm going to message him uh, a little bit later just to say, look, have you had any dropouts? I don't know how, do you know, I found out why he's got busy. I was going to say, I don't know how, I do know how he got busy. He won several awards. Yeah, uh, recently he went to, there's like um, Afro Hair and Beauty Awards shows that they have. And mm. he won like two awards, one of them being Barber of the Year. So because of that, really? people are like, yo, let me go me, check this boy out. Let me man. check him out and so on. Oh, and that's man. kind of vexed me. It's better than what I done. Yeah, you shaved it me. all off. It looks all right though. And I got a text from my barber as well yesterday. What did he say? Show me then. <laughs> he didn't believe you? No, he just texted me saying, show me then. Because he's seen it, isn't it? Seen me punching pads. Okay. No and I said, this is your fault, bro. Because he wasn't available. Shout out my boy Danny, man. Danny's barber's in Amptill. He's the he's one of the best barbers. And you know what? They just won an award. Oh, is Best it? barber shop in East of England. Oh, sick. Yeah, Are we man. in the East of England? Or yeah, sorry, it's East Anglia or something. I don't know where I am, yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm relocating. They won, a, they won an award anyway. It's on the wall. Shout out my boy Danny Barber. Big Hopefully up. he can trade me. He can fade me in at a 0.5. I really, I'm not going to lie to you. I know, I know what your missus likes. I actually like the hair. Do you? There's something about it that gives you character. Because right now- what, This hair now? You, no, the hair before you shaved oh, it. Oh, really? You before had a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it gives yeah. you some character, right? You reckon? This, this get, right now, you, you look like Wayne Rooney. Rooney? <laughs> you do. You joking? I, you look Wayne like Wayne Rooney. Rooney looks like he's been on drugs for a long time, bro. All right, young Wayne Rooney. <laughs> okay, we are right? You've got, do you know what it is? Because Wayne's got kind of, his eyes are quite small when he's yeah, talking yeah, yeah. and stuff. And also he sh when his head's all shaved off and so on, it's a similar head shape, you know. I'm bro, not going to lie to you. happened to me yesterday. Go on. I might never grow my hair again Why? after what happened to me yesterday. What happened? A kid comes up to me in one of the kids' class I'm teaching. You know what he says to me? Go on. You look like Kratos. You know what? I wouldn't shave my head again if that was the case. And I was like, and I, to be fair, I don't want to give this kid props because he messes around a lot, right? But okay. I was like, 
you know what, kid? You got this, man. I appreciate you. Wicked. And Kratos I was like, is, you want to look like Kratos, don't you? Oh my, well, who else would you want to look like? I, and he's talking Kratos from God of War in the newer one, not yeah, the yeah, latest yeah, one, the not the old one. ones. The only problem is I'm like half the size. Half his height, half his muscular <laughs> Bro, He's so big as well. I think he's yeah. like 6'5 or something. Something like that, yeah. He's so, a big dude, man. So, so yeah, yeah, I've got a little bit of growing to do, but... Still, you if you got if he sees you looking like Kratos, well done. But we was at training as well, so I was in like a vest. I was sweaty, looking. You know what I mean? You can see where the you can see where the the, the matches were made. Do you Fair know what dude. I mean? But if he sees me now in a t shirt, probably wouldn't think I look like I look like Kratos is like younger brother. Yeah, like <laughs> younger sibling <laughs> or like someone she's looking after. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, whoever it is that you might look like, look like you look, it looks, it suits you, I but I prefer it, the long hair. I'm not going to lie. Really? Sorry to Mrs. Mickey. Um, I apologize. Yeah, no, she's a, oh. uh, do you know what? She encouraged it, man. She said to me, yo, do it. I was like, come on, all right, you, fine, I'm going to do, do it, man. Do you worry why? Maybe she, who she might have seen and gone. No, no, no. You know what? She saw one of the videos I made back in the day during oh, lockdown. Okay. Yeah. And in the lockdown video, I had no hair. And she said, ah. uh, "I really like that look, that shaved head look." Okay, was it wasn't like, it was like her watching like a like a v- the film with the Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Nah, or no, Jason no, no, no. Listen, you weren't trying to match me up with nobody, bro. Okay, but at cool. the same time, I was I was saying to her, I was thinking about shaving my head, man, because I was like, you know what, I like the look. Yeah. People were smiling at me in the street at the moment, man. I wanted to go a little bit more. It, do you know why? Because the street you're in here right now. But bear in mind, you are a white guy with a very, very bald head and big uh, gingerish beard. They're thinking, this is England. Yeah. <laughs> there are some places where they wouldn't be smiling. They'd be a little bit worried yeah, which yeah, team yeah. you support. Which I'm trying to, when they say what teams you support, I say, oh, I don't watch football. Oh yeah, then they go. Oh, he's all right. Oh, he he's is. one of them guys. He's all right. He's a decent lad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say yeah, Millwall yeah. next time. See what their face no, does. Man, I can't say that, man. You can I just, can't. I, just to see what. Go Millwall. <laughs> and they go. No, nah, nah, I'm joking. Okay, cool. Good <laughs> to see you guys. <laughs> I wouldn't approach you if you said that if you were wearing a Millwall top looking like this because you right. do look aggy when you're ready. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I've got one of those faces, man. Mm. I've noticed it. I've, I've well, noticed it. It's not just your face, and it's, I don't want to put it onto a race thing. Your whole demeanor is really, really lovely. However, again. You look like you can fight. Mm. You've got tats all on your arms and stuff, yeah, 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 on yeah. your legs. Yeah. If there is a stereotype that people see and it's beyond just colour, mm. but it's more so having the skin fade mm. and then you're looking like you could really like get in a fight with mm. tats on your arms and stuff. Mm. Like anybody could look and go, I wonder what path this person has walked yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And real, it's not, man. and again, it's not just, it's everything all together, yeah, the culmination man. of it. Yeah. Right, right now, if I'm to look at myself uh, with this hat on and a hoodie and so on, I don't, I look like, I look like an educated uni student that's come out and tried to make a unique style about him. And then he's done all of this with his Yeah, you got like, and, like a coffee shop vibe going on, man. Th- this is what I'm saying with this hat and so on. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. take this hat off. I just look like someone who has no care for his own hygiene and maintenance, <laughs> which is my announcement to my barber again. Can you please get back to me? Have so. you thought, genuinely thought about just changing your barber? <laughs> I wouldn't do that because he's dope and he's won several awards right now and I need yeah, that award. Yeah, but now you're entry. in the pipeline, man. Now you're in the, now you're in the queue. I'll, it was, I'll sort it out. By, by the time that this podcast actually comes out, I would have had a trim. I, I really could, hope so. I man. guarantee you. For you. I better be. I really I, hope it, so. It had better be, bro. So moving on to uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. So you've played it now, thankfully. Hour. One hour. hour. Oh, it was about just under an hour, yeah. What did yeah. you think? Very enjoyable. But like I said to you before, man, I feel like if we partied up with, with a group of people, that mm. would have been sick. It's got, I think you can play up to five or six on this one. Yeah. Which Dope. is awesome because throwback to the days where you and your siblings or you and your cousins or whoever are sat around a mega drive. It's only two people, sometimes four if you had yeah, like man. the peripherals. Like an stuff. N64 thing going on. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well done. I'm glad you played it. Though. Nah, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to getting into it, man. Getting into the nitty gritty of it. It's one of them games where you'll get through the, the the story 
in about two or three hours easy if mm. you just hammer it down and you play it on easy or normal. Mm. So, I mean, some of the bosses get, nah, I'm going to say the bosses, some of the, the, the stages get a bit tricky. But what happens is you get through it and then you've completed it and then you unlock a character. And you're like, oh, okay. Mm. Then you go through and see what else you can complete to unlock new, more moves. Because each of the characters, after you play them for a little while, you can add more special moves to them. Like the oh, same okay. special they have, but they jump and they can do it in a similar way from the air and stuff like it's that. It's like Smash Bros. With like the whole unlocking thing. Kind of, but not Smash Bros has a much larger roster. And mm. with Smash Bros, you only unlock the characters. With this, you unlock like power levels for each one of the characters that you play with. Mm. And you're still limited to only the um the turtles, Shredder, April O'Neil, and I've unlocked you much should I tell you? Yeah. I've unlocked Casey Jones. Who's Casey Jones? Yeah, Casey Jones was a, used to, she dated April. She, he dated April O'Neil for a while. Mm. He was one with the hockey, hockey mask and the hockey Oh sport. yeah, 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 yeah. Casey Jones. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, so you yeah. get to unlock him. Um, I think if you play along some more, you unlock some more, but there's li- loads of little kind of uh, Easter eggs in it. Like in, you do little collectibles or you burst open certain doors. You've got certain characters hiding behind doors mm. who, if you've unlocked them, you then get to do, missions for them. It's a really cool side-scrolling game. That is cool, man. So play it through, honestly. I like the way they're bringing it back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're trying to bring With it more back. like old school games and yeah, stuff. Yeah, man. I like that. I'm not normally, I've never been one to like aim to play those kind of games. Yeah. But since playing that, I can see why you guys would. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear that. Who's you, who, was, who was saying about it? Um, Mark was saying about it. Yeah, uh, mm. Last week, not yesterday, because yeah. we, this is from. <laughs> it's a good way of doing this. This is yeah. tough, man. <laughs> yeah. No, what was he saying last week? He was saying about, he he played it anyway. He said mm. it was good. But I can see why you guys would go back to that retro gaming, man. Big time. I think for me, it's because I play my Switch more often than not when I'm on the road. Mm. For me, a lot of the games they make for him are more retro based because of the level, the power levels the Switch can have in terms of what gameplay. Yeah, 100%. What's, what's the most, I say most retro, what's the game that stands out to you most when you think of your childhood? Sonic the Hedgehog or Super Mario Bros. It's those two. That, no, Super Sonic, Mario Bros. or what? On not Super N64? Bros. Sorry, sorry. Super Mario Bros. On Game Boy? No, Super Mario World. Sorry, that's it. On SNES. On I was, SNES? Even though I played Super Mario Bros. on mm. the NES, I played the Game Boy Super Mario Land. Mm. I But the one that I put in hours on, Super Mario World, on the SNES and Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 on the Mega Drive. I had the Master System before that as well, which had the mm. Sonic, which was dead on there. Yeah. But I yeah. remember the Sonic on a Dreamcast. Do you ever play that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was ahead of its time, by the way. I thought at the time was like... Oh, it was is it something Sonic else. Adventure? I, it was the first ever Sonic to come out on a Dreamcast. I remember because my brother won a yeah. Dreamcast at a concert. He won a Dreamcast. How do you win a Dreamcast? No a idea, but I remember it coming home and being like, oh my God, we got a Dreamcast, right? And uh, yeah, and it was when it first come out. Sick. Bro, do you remember the Engage? I had both of them. Did you? Engage 1 and Engage 2. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was really throwing it back, man. But the oh. the game that stands out to me most, yeah, and you, I don't know if you agree with me, but Goldeneye on the N64, man. Goldeneye on the N64 is one of the most, it's the reason where people played four-player kind of first-person shoot-em-up games. Yeah. To that degree. They've been, they've been trying to remake it for a long time. They would never get it. They're, I have a feeling it's coming out. Do you reckon? Reason I say that, if you think about um, the the trophies in like different platform, sorry, in different uh, consoles, when mm. you have like the trophies you can play on the Xbox or the trophies that you can play on um, PlayStation, mm. the trophies for Goldeneye have appeared recently in the stores. 
which they believe is a precursor to them making a remaster yeah. for GoldenEye, but they don't want to announce it because it's been announced a few times over the years and mm. they haven't been able to do so. Really? I think there is one coming, but they will not, not like no one. I think it's, I don't think it's rare that own them. I can't remember who it is that own GoldenEye, but they will not announce and say wholeheartedly, we are definitely doing mm. a remaster and here it comes. I think they're just going to drop it maybe a week before. Really? Yeah. The week before it actually comes remember out. Remember the they're beat? Huh? The GoldenEye beat, man. Just to the, 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 the title screen. Oh, bro. It was dun, dun, heavy. Dun, that nah, one. it was like a, it was like a beat. When you hear it, I'm going to play it to you, bro. And a beat. It was a beat. And you, and you, and you would have heard it and been like, oh my God, this slaps, man. I have to listen back. You're I can't gonna, remember. It's going to blow your mind, man. It's going to blow your mind. Cause so I, the first time I heard it again, yeah. I was like, oh my God. So I, I played Golden Knight at my like, cousin's house. I was the one, I had PlayStation, whereas he had the N64. So I go to his house to play it. So Golden Eye pause music. Oh, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I remember this. Snap. Who made this, man? I have no idea. Somebody to spit over this, bro. Go on, spit over it. There nah, you go, man. I haven't got it. lyrics like that, uh, so. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no, I'm not doing that. Doing it, bro. I'm not spitting lyrics over the corner. Oh, man. Yes, you would, bro. That's how we go viral, no, no, man. But hold on. You used to be an MC, so why do you spit lyrics? Nah, Milk Flow don't come out for no man, bro. Milk Flow, God. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> So yeah, all right, you're smashing through turtles. Yeah. I still ain't, well, since the podcast has come out, I've done a couple more hours. However, mm. I don't seem to remember because it's yeah. a few days. It's a different in dimension. Yeah, we're, yeah, right now the timeline doesn't add up. Yeah. But Last of Us, I ain't budged on yet. So I'll I give you some more time when I wait, play. I wait, man. I cannot wait for you to engage in that game. But oh, you remember, I was thinking about this this morning, yeah, when I was walking a dog, how Last of Us and Gold, uh, Gold how Last of Us and God of War. Yeah were two of the best games I've ever played yeah. and they were so close together in terms of time. I think, I think, I think, because they're Sony exclusives, mm. the narrative of those games were basically, or Sony was, we're making very story heavy games yeah. as the world was trying to do multiplayer stuff. Yeah, Fortnite, yeah, yeah. Call of Duty, mm. uh, FIFA. So they were like, no, 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 no. We're going to try and make a few exclusives that are story based. Mm. Uncharted, Last of Us, God of War, that were their exclusives. And that's why they stood out to have some really good, like, like um, Sony exclusive games, because mm. not only are they not like the others in terms of their being multiplayer, that they're only for Sony and they're heavily story-based. I think mm. there was a whole time when they was doing that and they saw it work. They put out Uncharted 4 before God of War, I think. And before Last, Last of Us 2 came out. Yeah. Roughly when God of War yeah, came that was out. It. Yeah, yeah. Last of Us, the first one, like 2014, mm. came oh, out when... Man. It was on PlayStation for mm, PlayStation, PlayStation 3, yeah. Was it on 3 before yeah, PlayStation 4? PlayStation 3, yeah. Was it PlayStation 3? Yeah, it must know. have been because it was, I was like, I remember buying it from the shop and I can see the, the case in my hands and it wasn't blue. Well, play, PS3 came out in like 2009 or 8 or something. I want to say PS3. It might have been like one of the later games that came out on that yeah, and then yeah. also again it came out on the 4. Mm. So, yeah. Right, well, they I'll remastered it, it. They remastered it. I know. I'll get through it. I'm, I'm, I'm playing the remaster now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get through and I'll let you know. I promise. Bro. I do promise. I'm not going to go into, we've gone, we've got every episode we've talked about this game. Because can't. of how much you love this game. Yeah, I know, man. But it's just, it's just one of those games that you, that you can't match. Yeah. I can't physically match, especially in the game, the game world we're in now, where basically everything's Battle Royale. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Everybody saw this Battle Royale from PUBG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They saw the way the Battle Royale works and they, and they said it let's make money said, off of it yeah that's all they do is that like yeah. the dlc money you can get from extra bits you pay for and now player on battleground is like one of the lower 
tears and they're the ones yeah. that come up with it, man. It's how it is. It's it like, is how it is. Bro, I, Apple didn't make MP3 players. They made an iPod. Mm. MP3 players came out well before them. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. they revolutionised how you yeah. actually listen to it music. It was probably Fortnite that picked it up and ran with it. Man. And this is what I'm saying. Yeah. So wait. we'll see what happens. I will, I'll get through it and I'll let you know. I can't wait, man. <clears throat> Hold Any on. decent movies? Hold oh. on. Before, I need to speak to, to MJ. MJ, what do you think of Last of Us? Yeah, yeah, me too. I thought that as well. Yeah. Oh, we didn't introduce the guest MJ because people probably look behind and whoever watches regularly will notice that Teddy's not behind us. We haven't got a guest in today, ladies and gentlemen, but we do have someone who's a regular on the podcast. He uh, normally is uh, stands right behind me. He's my he's my shoulder man. Decent guy. He knows how to sing. Only one song granted. His name isn't actually MJ. We call him that today because he's representing as Mickey Jr. He actually does have a name and the name, I believe, is Brooklyn. Right? Really? The teddy bear was gifted to me and I have to go by the name and I believe it's Brooklyn, right? This is Brooklyn on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Brooklyn. Brooklyn hey, hey, up, hey. Good to see you, man. Brooklyn, man. How you doing, man? You seem a bit like tired. Yeah, yeah, I totally get it, man. I understand. Brooklyn's a dickhead, man. <laughs> Evidently. For those, who, all right, for those who are listening in, Brooklyn's a teddy bear that's sitting in the chair <laughs> yeah, for the guests right now. And there's a mic on it too, right? I'm actually going to take a picture. <laughs> I got to take a picture and say what, who our next guest is. What I'm going to put it up on social now? media right now, right? And, next, and it will make sense for those who see it now what it looks like next week. Our next guest for next week. Oh my God, that is cute. Oh, it's like Brooklyn, man. There we go. I think it's Brooklyn. I need to find out. This is so bad. Bro. It's either Brooklyn or Harlem. I think the name is Brooklyn. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that's my friend. why he's not answering back, man. Probably. I'll have to find out the name. I'm 100% sure the name is Brooklyn. No, 99.9%, but it might be 0.1% Harlem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I like the name Harlem, but I think my friend's daughter, mm. who I kept singing the song and was like, like, we should get him a bear that's got... The song playing mm. said, I'm going to get a bear and it's and put the song in there. And I'm pretty sure she said, I have to call the bear Brooklyn. I said, I'm going to put it up in the background of where the podcast is. Mm. And so on, because I mean, they all knew that I was just getting like loads of little trinkets for the room and stuff. And I'm sure the name is Brooklyn. I have to double check. Right. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm looking at the bear and I'm yeah, thinking, I better get this name correct. Brooklyn on this one, man. But yeah, anyway, Brooklyn, you stay there for a sec. Uh, yeah, what I will up, say, uh, let me go back to you, Mick. All right. We've mm. done games up. We've done Last of Us a bit. Mm. What I do want to talk about, um, which we haven't touched on as much as I really would like to. Um, so I need to go cinema at this point, at some point soon. Mm -hmm. Right. I want to see four. Mm. I want to, see, I just saw Multiverse of Madness again on Disney Plus. How did you find it? Oh, well, I loved it. You really I loved like it. it yeah. It's, it's an it's a eight out of 10, seven, eight out of 10. It's a dark one, isn't it? It's a dark one. But my thing is this now, right? I, I'm watching films in cinema. It takes about three months before they come out on streaming platforms now. Mm. It used to take over a year when I was younger, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm watching them in cinema, streaming platforms. I now don't know if I need to actually go cinema anymore. Well, I, this is interesting, man, because I go cinema on my own. I'm the same. Early as possible on release day. So normally I I'll go like to. the eight o'clock or nine o'clock showing on the, in the day. That or, is, or you might have the midnight one sometimes. Yeah. I, I wouldn't normally go to the midnight ones. I normally go in the morning mm. of the day it's released because there's barely anybody there. Okay. And I always go, I always go on my own, especially like Marvel, like, so like, um, Infinity War, Endgame. On your own. Uh, yeah. Multiverse of Badness, all that, all the Spider-Men, all on my own, man. See, I've done that with a lot of the films too. Because anyone I've, if, if even like we're talking maybe 12 years of Marvel doing mm. those kind of films, 12 years, 2008. So no, 14 years. Even over the time, 
<clears throat> if I've been in a relationship mm. and they'll be like, no, we got to go to cinema together. I'm like, I, if you're going to tell me I have to wait a week yeah, and hear the spoilers from everybody else. Not a chance, man. No, I'm not doing it. Yeah. But now, the reason I say that, Multiverse of Madness, my brother, shout out to my brother, Yogi. I spoke to him and he said that he uh, wanted to see it, but it's just been busy, which I've been starting to see with myself. Mm. It came out on Disney Plus a few months after it came out in cinema. He's a, bit, he's, a, he's a dad, he's got a little baby as well now. So a lot of the time is on either working or being with his missus or the baby. Mm. He got to see it on Disney Plus instead of seeing it in a cinema. And in my eyes, it still feels fresh as to when I saw it in the cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I need to now keep watching films in cinema or do I need to, or can I just wait until they come out? This depends if you want the experience, man. The only thing I want to avoid when it comes to experience is the experience of avoiding spoilers and being ruined by them. Yeah. Like I got, Spider-Man got ruined by, by someone I know on social media. She put up on her stories, oh my God, No Way Home. Oh, spoiler alert for anyone who's not seen No Way Home, but by now, come on. She put on her stories, No Way Home was amazing. I got three Spider-Men for the price of one. Now we knew, we had an inkling that that was going to happen. Mm. However, you don't no, confirm you don't do it, it like that. You don't do it, man. But if I would have waited even longer, I would have seen the pictures on like IGN's page. Oh, on- bro. It was so hard to miss. Do you yeah. know, you get me? Especially you're scrolling through whatever, man. It's mm. so easy to stop, look, and then realize what you're looking at. You get this me? is it. And that's why for me, I, I question myself because of how quick it comes out against, but do I want to avoid the spoilers? Mm. Free Guy came out director Disney Plus, I think. Yeah. If it did come out in cinema, I missed it. Mm. I felt like as soon as it came out, I saw it on Disney Plus. Mm. Um, same with, there's a couple other films I've, I've missed that I catch on like Disney plus Paramount plus now, not Netflix as much. Um, I just see them quickly and that, it makes me feel like, well, I've not even been cinema as much as I used to yeah. because they come out quick. And you know and how much it costs as well, bro? What? Do you know what I mean? Cinema, summer, if you're not going view, you're still paying a lot of money, bro. Well, I, I, I got a cinema card. Oh, so really? I, I pay like. So like 15 pound a month in a something. If that, I think maybe 13. Oh, really? Something like that. And I can go as much as I want to any cinema world within that price bracket or lower. When I was in London, it was like 17 pounds because it was a higher price bracket for the cinemas around there. Yeah, but yeah, now yeah. that we're up here, it's a bit lower. Mm. But I can still go to any other ones and just pay like a top up one pound or two pound on my ticket mm. to go to, let's say, a cinema world in central London like as opposed to just outside of it. Yeah. Or for the 40X stuff. I'm really considering, do I need to ever go cinema again? Because I feel like they're going to slow down on putting films out in cinema in a long enough time do you have to go and watch it from yeah, early? Yeah, man. It's like, uh, it's, it's, it's that post-lockdown era thing we're in, right? Yeah. Where we all spend all the time at home. So they start releasing films at home. So there's a film... Exclusively on Amazon, it's called Operation Mincemeat. Okay. And it's a historical film about um, basically how we tricked the Germans okay. thinking we were going somewhere else on D Day. So they put like a a load of, they, they built this character up, put it in a corpse, yeah. as in like, um, like pictures and documents, yeah. secret fake documents, and they, uh, and they tried to put it into the Germans' hands. In order to them for them to think that we were going somewhere else, on I think they were they thought we were going to is Greece this, or something. Is this based on a true story? Based or on is a it? true story, oh, yeah. Sick. So okay. that's out on Amazon Prime, but it, you have to pay fifteen pound to watch it. Oh, the addition, yeah. So they did that with Mulan on Disney Plus when it came out. That yeah, you have to so you pay still the have additional to pay, like how much premium. you would normally pay for that one ticket. Yeah, um, but you're watching it from home now. The, 
you can see it as, oh, I get to watch it from the comfort of my own home, or you can see it as, I don't get to get that experience. Because normally you go to the cinema, it's not you're just not going to cinema, yeah. especially on like a date or something. You're single, you go in cinema, like yeah. you're going for a meal, and then you go to cinema or whatever. You know what I mean? And also, if your TV setup isn't like Guanin, mm. and you feel like you're watching it on like a laptop or a 32 inch TV against going to cinema when you've got a big screen, mm. surround sound, I guess you're paying $15.99 just for the privilege to watch the film, but it doesn't. Yeah. It's not as immersive nah, as an experience. I love the cinema personally, man. Personally, I'm, I love I'm, it. I'm the same. But when I saw how quick Multiverse of Madness dropped on Disney+, Plus, there was a part of me going, yo, that was mad quick. Mm. I saw that. I don't even think I was in, um, I don't think I saw it here, like in, in England. I think I saw it when I went to either Scotland or Wales mm. doing a gig or something. And I just went and caught it real quick in the evening. Mm. And just so I was ahead of it, I can't, when did I see it? No, I did see it in London, actually. I saw it in London. Couldn't have been no more than a couple months ago. Yeah, man. So they're, they're pushing it, aren't they? And especially Disney Plus, the amount of people yeah. that have signed up to Disney Plus, me included. It's the best one. Bro, it is the best one. It's Without a doubt, one. man. Especially now they brought like the adult things to it yeah. as well, man. They've got like scrubs, so they've got like all sorts of wild stuff. All of those. Them, man. Like, I will say this right now. I've said it on my, on my socials. I'll say this right now. Netflix has let everybody down. And Netflix used to be like the king. You see what I'm saying about the whole MP3 thing? Yeah. Where you could be the first to do something, but it's great being the first, but then also you have to then be the best. Bro, I used to work at Blockbuster, man. Oh, is it? Yeah. So yeah, I see the evolution of it, man. Yeah. You, yeah, they really frigged you, didn't they? Bro, big time. But Blockbuster was hands down. I've had pretty much every job yeah. under the sun. Yeah. Hand, Blockbuster was hands down the best job yeah. I've ever had. It was a vibe. Why? Bro. It was just sick. Uh, it seems like, with respect, it seems like a very simple job to do. Simplest job you can ever have, A, but uh. also like just, it was so simple and so chilled mm. and I lived across the road from it. Oh, it's easy. So you, you, so you go home for lunch and man. Stuff, yeah. And then they can't remember coming into a meeting and they were like, yo, we're going into liquidation. Um, and it was horrible actually, to be fair, because we had people coming in. So if you had a fine, yeah. they would have sent letters out for this fine because they're trying to get all as much money in as possible. Bro. Yeah. So there's people coming in with these fines, man, like 400 pound fines and stuff, bruv, from five years ago. And you're just like, what the hell? They're what? just trying to money grab, man. 400 pounds for holding on to the yeah, last action bro, hero it was, for it. It was wild. But you know what? Blockbuster was like on its way out for a long time. Yeah, bro. it was. I mean, in the world where you have to go, like, look at what we're saying. In the world where you have to get up and go somewhere to watch a film. Yeah, yeah. Blockbuster, you had to go somewhere to pick it up, to rent it, to bring it back mm. after you've watched it, right? Mm. Of course it was on its way out when we got medias now that are learning how to stream and stuff. Is, and it, it was, is, is Blockbuster even a thing anymore? I think in some parts of the country, they have individual one-offs, but they're definitely novelty stores. It's like going to a record store uh, and buying record, records yeah, where man. you know that you can just get the downloads on, on like Spotify or like Apple Music. Yeah, it's trust, novelty man. stores like that, individual people that have either kept one franchise store open mm. or they've named something Blockbuster. Yeah, shout so, out Blockbuster, man. Shout out Blockbuster. That was the best job ever. And they looked after you as well, man. And it was one up in this city you went? Yeah, in Kempston. Okay. Just around, literally around the corner, man. Outside my mum's house. I used Such to, a vibe, man. I remember when, um, I want to say Netflix, mm. or I don't know if it was Netflix, or was, or was it Amazon Prime? Prime Video. It was someone. It might have been Prime Video. Mm. You could, the next stage was having the stuff sent to you. So you could order the videos yes. or order the DVDs. I think it was Netflix. I think it might have been Netflix. Yeah. And they send it to you. Yeah, I remember. And you play and then you uh, watch it and then you give it back, it back, send yeah. it back. So I remember doing that, but it was with 
games on yeah. my PS3. Yeah. I'm sure it was Netflix. Mm. I'm sure it was Netflix. And oh, I got I Uncharted 3. Yeah. They, the little plastic paper wallet thing. Yeah. And they'd send it to you. Send you it to you in that yeah, in the yeah. post. And then, he, and I think it was Netflix. And they sent me Love film. Uncharted. Love film. Oh my God. Listen, Love film. That was it. Love film. But I think Love film is owned by Netflix or bought out by them. Let me see. But I met Love Film as United Kingdom based provider. Um, yeah, it was Love Film. The reason I'm thinking Netflix is because of the colors of yeah, the logo. Red squares, right? Yeah. That's Hold on. Wild how that sits in your head, isn't it? What happened to Love Film? Um, here we go. Amazon announced that Love Film streaming service would be folded into its instant video service. So it was Amazon that bought out Love Film. Wow. I knew it was one of the services. Amazon That's is hitting cool, back man. at Netflix in the UK by rebranding its Love Film video on demand service. Mm. Yeah, it was Love Film. Amazon Prime is pretty good. The interface is useless. You like the interface? I hate it, bro. I don't know. I've watched to scroll to the top to search something, man. Fair dude. Yeah, me? yeah, okay. I get you know that. What I mean, they, they should be on that, man. Especially the amount they're charging. But I, I mean, with a lot of them, it's you can remember they do it on their own devices a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah, so of course, you could man. talk to your devices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, like, la la la. I'm not going to say because there's one in here, but la la la. Yeah, can yeah. you please show me? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, pff, upload on Amazon Prime. Yeah, man. So yeah. But I remember those, I remember that's how I got into Uncharted 3 when they sent me the DVD and I played it through and I was like, this game is dumb. Because I had built up points right. that you could then get a free like rental. Yeah. They sent me Uncharted 3. Bro, nothing about, about Blockbuster, bro. You got the releases a day early. You were, like, you were, you were encouraged to play the releases a day early. Oh yeah. In order to talk about them. I remember that. So you, I would get the release 24 hours but early. But where would you talk about them? There was no social media around them time. No, no, no. When customers come in. So they would give you the game and say, Mick, play these games. Yeah. So when customers come in and ask Oh, so you, about, you would get them early? Yeah, I would get them oh, early. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I had that with, um, when I used to work at HMV. Yeah, man. We we would get the first access to when we could pre-order something. Mm. And I remember I pre-ordered the Wii. So I was one of the first people to get a Wii because I was able to take mine home midnight. No. Yeah, I took mine home midnight from when I bought it mm. in HMV in Leadenhall. Bro, I remember I remember queuing up for Modern Warfare 2 at midnight, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. And the queue was long. Yeah, I've done all that. I don't know why I'm pretending, I'm saying, oh, wow, like I ain't done all that. Yeah, I loved it. I remember w- that, you remember that gaming era? Yeah? yeah. The reason I ain't got any GCSEs, yeah? <laughs> that gaming era is when we were all just obsessed with Call of Duty. Yeah. Obsessed with it, bruv. And yeah. I remember thinking like, gaming can't get any better than this. Do you know, I, I never got deep into Call of Duty. I got into it, but not Deep. I'm not a first person shoot 'em up guy. Mm. But Call of Duty, Modern Warfare was where I was like, nah, I can see why people love this. Yeah, that was it. That, that was the evolution, uh, man. That was the next, that was the next uh golden eye, bro. Mm. That was the evolution of multiplayer gaming without a doubt. Hold on. Brooklyn, did you ever play Call of Duty? All right, it's then. a well, Brooklyn stush, man. I don't want yeah, to, don't want to chat to us today. That's fine. <laughs> Brooklyn's a waste, man. man. <laughs> oh, Bless I, him, I love man. that. I love that we just put that in the chair. Just yeah, there. man. He's cool. If, if we had someone else in here, what we should have done, what we could do next time if we do this, mm. if we have someone else in here, is every now and then they just move his position. So every time it switches to the camera, he's like, <laughs> he's got getting, his bum towards you or something like that. Getting to the camera in like yeah, a creepy way, like man. some creepy, like um, yeah. the elf thing at uh, Christmas. Nah, not the elf thing. I'm about the angel in Doctor Who I don't watch Doctor Who I know I mean I don't watch Doctor Who but I've I'm seen not saying you're bad for no, it no, I, no, I, I, I haven't uh, seen that episode you've not seen that episode that's no. creepy bro the angels they, they don't move if you look at them but as soon as you blink then they, 
They're coming back. Nah, bro, I'm not watching that. Creepy, bro. That Hairless is creepy. No, bro. I'm not watching that. For a Doctor Who episode, man, I remember being like, "This I'm isn't okay. That. This is quite creepy, man." I'm not watching that. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> do, I don't do like that horror game, man. I don't do the horror game. I, I've had to pretend many a time, man, but I don't do it, bro. Mm. Remember, people wanted to watch make what what bleh, people wanted to make us watch Blair Witch. Do you remember that? Do you remember what Blair the, Witch? The old is? one. The old one, bro. Yeah, well, it's old to you because you're young. I'm a young kind of man. How old? How old were you when Blair Witch came out? God, man. I don't know. It must have been... I was young, bro. It must have been 13, maybe 14. I think Probably you were even young, younger. You were younger than that. Because I remember Blair Witch Project coming out when I was in primary um, in secondary school. I would have been uh, young then. I would have been young. Yeah, you'd have been primary. Maybe. I think even younger. I'm talking... Really? I was like 13 when I it came out. I remember being creepy. Let me, let me see. All right. So if I put Blair Witch Project, the first one, right? The the the, the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like handheld, isn't it? Yeah. Here we go. Blair Witch Project. I'm sure, I want to say 2001. 1999. I was nine. I was 11, going to be 12. I was, well, I was born in 93. So whatever that oh, is. Oh no, I was 12, going to be, wait, how old? Are, I always get this messed up. In 1999 is when I started secondary school. So I should have been 11, going to be 12. Yeah. 11, going to be 12. So when were you born? 80 what? 87. Jeez. Shut up, man. Shut up. Old boy. Shut up. He's an old boy out Well, you were 94. 93. Oh, you made me sick. <laughs> you made me sick. Well, your birthday's coming up then. Nah, November. Yeah, that's what I mean. Coming up is in like before the yeah, end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. November 20, the what? I'm gonna be 29, 17th. You're 12 days before me. Yeah. Yeah. November 17th, ma'am. Remember you're, it. And I'm the 29th. Big presents. A big present for you. <laughs> You're gonna be 29. Do you know what, bro? What I realized is yeah, as you get older, yeah. people care less and less about your birthday. Yes. Like they people I'm at the point where people generally don't care. Yes. Do you know what I mean? The close <laughs> ones care, but the rest nobody yes. gives, nobody gives a shit. Brother, I've been living that for a long time. You know time. when people like you should make a big deal about, about yeah. your birthday? The only people that have cared about my birthday in like my late twenties to thirties are People I've, let's say people I've, let's say dating or in a relationship with mm. that want to do something that help validate their position as my partner by saying we're doing something for their birthday. Because if I say to them, and it's going to sound rude that I say this, if I say I'm all right with just chilling, mm. I'm always working, just I, I don't mind switching off and relaxing. Mm. I've had it where they go, but it's your birthday. We need to do something. I'm like, but it's my birthday. Wouldn't me wanting yeah, to relax yeah, yeah, yeah. be enough of you for you to go let's just chill yeah yeah but can't you write that day off for me i'm like maybe not because i want to just relax and you could chill with me but mm. we don't have to get up and do holiday or get up and do fly here or, or go here i'm more than happy for just a nice meal in my house yeah you know what it's like a it's like a function isn't it for yeah. as a girlfriend or a boyfriend to like feel like they have to do exactly something birthday, man. meanwhile i've then been i've dated people who for their birthday want to use the month to celebrate. Slap yourself. The whole month? The whole month. Do you know what I can say? Slap yourself. Here's someone who needs to slap themselves, yeah? Anybody who wishes themselves happy birthday on social media. Why? Bruv. Why? Why would it? I don't, I can't. That's your way of letting everyone know it's my birthday, so. Oh, just so you know, happy birthday to me and then a picture of. Yeah. No, bro. But bro, no, no, I'm against you on this one. I'm not with you on this one. I literally hurry up and I go, anybody says that, they're not getting a happy birthday from me. Are you serious? 100%. Nah. Happy birthday to me. (laughs) There are ways of doing it. There are ways of doing it. There are ways of doing it. You don't go, hey, happy birthday to me. You put up a post saying, you know, one year older, I'm thankful for getting to this age. I really appreciate, you know, I everyone. Mean, that I can fuck with. But right? that's the same thing. No, that's me not, notifying man. you that it's, it's my not, birthday. But it's people that literally post, happy birthday to me, or, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, what have I seen, bruv? And it makes my toes curl, man. Seriously. Oh, I hate it so much. 
That and when people say wedding ready. <laughs> wait, wedding ready? What, do, <laughs> you know, what does that mean? Someone takes a picture before a wedding and they put wedding ready. Like they're getting like ready, ready to go to I'm wedding. ready for the wedding. But they put the word wedding. It's, there's something about it, man. <laughs> it gets to me. I've never seen wedding ready. That might be a new thing. Nah, it's definitely not a new thing, man. I've seen people like take pictures when they're getting ready to go to weddings. No, I get that. But when they put, there's a wedding ready. I hate it, bro. Do you know, <laughs> that sounds like a psycho. There are some, bro, no, no, you don't that? sound like a psycho. There are things that irritate me on socials. Right, let's go for it. Actually, yeah, it's it. a good idea. So you said about, but uh, you said you don't like when people say happy birthday. If I'm you wish okay yourself happy birthday, yeah. If yeah. you wish yourself happy birthday, happy birthday to me. It's like a beg for someone to say. Oh, but of course it is. Now. But then if I go, you know, one year older, I appreciate that. Though. But that's still begging for a happy thing, birthday. Man. It's different. If you go Bro. one year old, like you put a post out one year older. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. I really appreciate. That's still begging really- for a birthday nah, in a very man, subtle like, way. Okay, well, it's 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 much um, less self-centered i think you think so i think so yeah all right it's a way of covering up how self-centered you are <laughs> yes i'm right. doing it well as well so i'll tell you what i can't stand go on when people make profiles for their children for social media <laughs> i'm gonna i'm telling you this right i'll look straight to camera and if you've done this i'm talking about you whether you're my friend family or what i don't care when you make your own, like a profile your child on social media, right? I it makes me, I can't. And then, <laughs> Bro, and, no, I don't people. care if I wind up people. I don't like it. Do you know what, why? Why? Right? One, that child ain't consented to have a profile. Two, True. imagine all the pictures that are up there. Your child gets older, I may look at them and go, why did you? I didn't want these pictures of me up there. Mm. Free. This is why I don't like it the most. If you then look at me and go, well, I'm your friend and you're my friend. Why are you not following my child? Because mm. I follow you. It's your profile. I don't need to follow your child. Oh, man. It I gets mean, too much. I get so it. I get it. I get what you're saying. But I know, like, it's going to upset people. I don't care, bruv. I don't care. You're not. So how do you feel about people making um, profiles for their pets? Why? <laughs> Why? I'm not on it. I'm not on it. You're, I'm not on it. Make the dog make its own Instagram page. It does, you don't need to do it for yourself. I'm not. Nah, I don't mind pets. Yeah. Right. But I think it's. Do you know what's dangerous about it? Mm. For me, if you put up a post of your pet or your child and then I don't like the post, but you think, why has he not liked my post? Because mm. people take social media that seriously now. Yeah, they do, man. Yeah? Now you're looking at me like, why didn't you like my post, like my, my child's post? Because I don't like pictures of babies. It's yeah. not, that's not what I'm here on social media <laughs> yeah, for. Yeah, 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 to yeah. like, oh, scroll through. Oh yeah, look at you and your nappies. Yeah, no! Yeah, yeah, man. I'm not, obviously, I'm talking more in the context of, I know how hypersensitive people can be when it comes to their pets or their children. Mm. And I don't want to be in a position to, to upset you because I haven't done something you think I should do because you think your child is cute. Mm. Your child might be adorable and cute, but let me like what I like when I see maybe you holding your child or if I see your child in real life and go, oh my God, that was sweet. Mm. When you're now taking pictures and putting up filters and then trying to type a caption and when they type a caption from the perspective of the child, like, oh my God, I just love my soft toy. Your child doesn't speak. Like, bro, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that for man. me is, oh my God. It, it grinds my gears. Oh, this is the end of the you- podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. We're done. What, because I got an opinion. I don't like, <laughs> listen, I tell you what, I made. I, I haven't got any kids myself. So maybe I don't know because I haven't got children. Yeah. But if I had a child, I, I already like in my head, I've already thought about if I would or wouldn't make a profile. Yeah. I'm not making one. Nah. I like my life to be private. Yeah. So I, I keep my, my private stuff as private as possible because my job is already in the eyes of other people anyway. Mm. If I didn't have to do like comedy and then also manage marketing myself, I mm. probably wouldn't make social media because I'm not a big fan of having to always be in people's faces. Yeah. It's that validation that we all seek out and that's fine. However, 
if you're see- seeking that validation for you, mm. right? As much as I still go, you don't need to do that. I can understand where it's more so for you because it's you that you're trying to go. Do I look good today? Do I feel good today? Yeah, do, yeah. do you think I'm sexy? Do you think I look like I'm being successful? That's where that validation for a lot of us comes from on social media. But then when you use your child as a proxy to do that, mm. like, does my child look cute today? Does my child look like she's happy? Bro, yeah. it's a difficult I thing for me man. to like or dislike. Oh, 100%. And coming off the back of that, you know what it is that really gets to me? My turn. Go when on. people write things out for people that aren't going to see it. Like, like happy birthday to your to my mum and she's not on social media. She's like 85. She's not on social media. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> why are you writing a paragraph? She's not going to read it, bro. <laughs> All right. So I've, I've done it before where I put my mum up on social media, but she has it. I'm thinking more like kids. I'm thinking more kids. You know, when they write, like, I'm so proud of you. And you say, I'm going to get in trouble. No, you're telling people they can't be proud of their kids on social media. Like a two year old kid is like, who's not going to read it. They're not going to read it. Okay. There's no way they can possibly read it because they can't read yet. Right. Yeah. But there's a paragraph there to this child <laughs> I don't understand it I don't understand the concept man do you know what I it's probably just I, I'm gonna be hypocritical on this I don't mind that are you fucking joking no I don't mind that I'll tell you why <laughs> I'll tell you why your moral compass is it's really weird that I don't mind <laughs> I think it's okay because you'll be you're showing that you're proud of your child Nah, I mean, I hold mean, on, I mean, hold I mean on. saying that's cool. That means like, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of this kid be- or my kid. Because if you're typing kid, it, if, just you're, a random kid. if you're typing it to everybody as if like the child is who you're talking to, I get why that's like, yeah. yeah that. For me, I tell you what it is I don't like, is if you're going to do that, if you do it on the kid's platform. Careful. Um, <laughs> like the kid is the one who typed it. Like, oh my God, I'm so proud of myself. For, look what I mom. drew today. It's amazing. I'm going to put it on the fridge. You didn't, you didn't even know what you didn't even remember what you drew yesterday. <laughs> like you're one. Like that stuff is where I'm like, yeah. Cause I mean, you're, I've obviously never seen that. You've never I'm seen people with, two, with kids profiles. No, I've seen people with kids profiles. I don't yeah. follow the kids. Don't get me wrong. But like, I've never seen people write as if they're, I mean, that's some like kind of like complex like there's layers like, to for that, me, right? It's me getting into the mindset. Like, if, all right, this is how I see it. I'm a parent. Yeah. I have a child. My child doesn't, my child just wants to play with car keys. Doesn't care about anything. Yeah. Blowing bubbles out of its nose because, and it farts because it thinks it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's what my child does. I'm now creating a man and managing a content page yeah. for my child on Instagram. And it's not for his friends to follow or her friends to follow. It's for my friends to follow. So I've now created a character around my child yeah. who may not ever want to be that public or may do, but I'm the one who's decided. It's almost like me forcing my child to do a sport they don't necessarily want to do. Yeah. We could maybe encourage it at the beginning and say, do you like football? You seem to, so let's go. Mm. If... It's a tough one, bro. It is a tough one. I'm only talking Percy. And you know what? I'm going to say this to you, you lot. You keep digging. I will keep digging. I don't care. I'm down here already. So if this is where I die, it's where I die. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if this is what you do, do your thing. I don't have to like it, but do your thing. True. If you make a profile like that, just don't ask me. <laughs> oh, God. To follow. I'm not doing it. Because do you know how raw it looks when I'm on there following and liking like pictures of a kid that I haven't, I don't really know, doesn't even know me, but it's my friend's child. And because they're trying to advertise their child, what for? 
Like I, yeah, use, yeah, yeah. and I think one thing that makes it a lot more, a lot more poignant for me is because I see social media as a marketing tool mm. more than I do fun. It definitely for me is that because I'm a comedian presenter, actor, whatever you want to say, the things that I've done is entertainment based and it's all to do with marketing. Mm. If I'm marketing myself on there, I put up stuff. Even when I do silly, bro, when I take videos of me, of the food that I've made, bro, mm. I'll be honest with you. There's a part of me going, I just need to post up something to just keep the algorithm going. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. goes on in my head. Yeah. Yes, I'm proud of the food that I've made, mm. but I could be proud by eating it and enjoying the food. Mm. I don't have to put it up. But yeah. I do it because half the time I need to be able to just keep people reminding them that I'm, I'm about, I'm here. I'm, yeah, here. Bro, I'm the exact same. So you see me like I'm posting my runs, yes. me training. Yes. Sometimes, yeah. And I'd say 98% of the time I finish this run. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God, I don't want to be the guy. But you have to. I do. Especially because you're a PT as well. Yeah. So for you, it's part of your brand that people see that you're physically active. It's yeah. part of what sells Mickey. And there's also a lot of other boxes yeah. in Bedford, right? There's other professional boxes in Bedford. And I need to show that I am above these people. Yeah. By the amount. I, the only way I can portray that is by the amount that I train. Yes. You get me? I and that makes sense. We, unless, we're in a, unless we're having a fight, you'll yeah. never know who's better, right? Exactly. So you have to do that by marketing yourself. I on think platform. you have to. It, it, it requires a piece of you. Yes. Do you know what I mean? What does a two-year-old want to do? That's <laughs> what I want to know. <laughs> two-year-old is out there literally picking its nose and wiping it on the walls. Until that two-year-old starts making money on Instagram. There's, but who, but who suddenly... makes the money? It's not the two-year-old. Two-year-old doesn't know the concept right. of money. It's a matter of time, yeah? That's a matter of time before yeah. a child, because we're living in the Instagram era now, bro, yeah. in the social media era. It's a matter of time before the child hits 18, finds out they had he or she had a... Um, a social media made after him. Yeah. Parents made money. Give me my money, bro. Yeah. It's a merit. I guarantee, bro. Give me. You lot could take 10% for being my manager, but yeah. give me my money. They got loads of money out of it. And yeah. suddenly, suddenly little John boy, he's like, I want my money. I want my money. And rightly so, bro. So and and that will happen. Yeah, 100%. The baby from Nirvana. Oh, yeah. The album, the front cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't like the fact, after a while, didn't like the fact that he was portrayed as a naked baby in a swimming pool mm. in the video. Chasing in, in money. The, yeah, chasing money, right? Mm. In the picture, sorry. Mm. But also got a big payout from that much later on because that is me as a baby. So what yeah. happens when parents are making money off their kids through Instagram? Yo, yo, mommy, listen. I heard you had an Instagram with loads <laughs> of pictures of me and you Isn't made it? a mill. Are you kidding me? I'm about I, to take it. I don't know a couple of people who's got kids who... um have been given like modeling roles and right. and so on. And you know what? I That's cute. And I think that's nice. And you know what? The way that they're discovered is because maybe Instagram. Yeah. Mm. However, those are not, that's not everybody. Yeah, if that yeah, makes sense. Real, not everybody will get that opportunity. So where people go, but it might be so I can make some, like I can put my child through modeling. Yeah. A lot of, I mean, this is real. Uh, let's keep it a hundred percent real. Ladies and gentlemen, not every baby is model worthy even if they're your most beautiful baby and you love your child, it's like saying that any person is, is, is beautiful, which they are, but they may not be model. You know what I'm saying? Like companies may look and go, baby's cute, but we're not looking for your baby. That's a tough conversation. Yeah. That's a tough conversation. That's a very tough conversation. I'm not going to go into my nephew. So my best mate's son. Yeah is model material. And okay. I know that's bias coming from me, but you might it's see- bias. You might It's see always going to be biased. Pictures of me and him on my Insta, yeah? Yeah. 
He is the cutest oh, baby I've, seen, I've ever yeah. seen, man. Yeah. And uh, shout out my baby boy Chino on this one. He ain't going to be able to see it. Here, here I am doing what... <laughs> you know what? I just take back what I said, There bro. you go. Thank you. <laughs> all right. There you go. All right. Hey, we're, we're living and we're learning in here, man. All right. It's all we're about breaking down here. barriers all out right. here. <laughs> we're being respectful, people. We are, man. But I like, you know, I 100% agree with you. And that's a tough... <laughs> I'm not trying to say baby... Look, I'm nah. not trying to say... I'm, because some people, the thing is, this is how I see it. If you're offended by what I've said, which is not to say that, like, if you're offended, then it's, I think maybe you you might have a feeling about your baby. Because <laughs> I never said you in particular. What I'm saying is, is that whereas some parents will go, my baby could be a model. There are companies that go, possibly, but not with us. And in that instance, where you then go, well, this is why I made an Instagram, because I want to be able to find that position for my child. Mm. I'm like, cool. But two things. One, maybe the child doesn't want to do it. And two, maybe the child, maybe the child doesn't want to do it. And two, you're always going to be a parent that looks and goes, my baby's the most gorgeous thing in the world. Yeah, but everybody's yeah. like that, right? Exactly. You're going to do that. So you might say that my baby's worthy of mm. that. Who knows, isn't I, it? I personally respect that hustle, man. If you think, you know what? I want my baby to be a model and I can make some money yeah. because my baby's cute. I would be like... I don't know if I can respect it fully. Go for it, man. I don't know if I can respect it fully. I'll tell you why. I've seen it, what happens when parents put that pressure on their kids to have to look away. Bro, the the boys is around that. The whole program about them not looking away, but being superheroes, right? Mm. The pressure that some parents have because maybe the parent wasn't able to live their dream Mm. of being a model, being in entertainment. So what they do is they live their dream vicariously through their child and put that pressure on where some kids just want to be kids. Happens in sports a lot, man. Oh man, all the time when Mm. the kids are just fought. Like I remember Tiger Woods, one of the things he kept saying is that he hadn't had like, I mean, he got caught for cheating, didn't he? Only about a hundred times. What is Tiger Woods done a lot of times? Were cheating as in cheating on what his missus? Yeah, probably. I don't. That's know. I think it's cheating on his missus, right? Which none of us here condone. Mm. What had happened though is that people are questioning his social skills with women. He had never had time to really get to know any because where everyone else was learning how to be social and talk to the opposite sex or the same sex mm. and just be able to have a social kind of relationship around the world with people that they've traveled and met. He was always in the golf courses. Really? So the moment that he got money and then got given a little bit of attention, mm. he didn't know what to do with it. So he's grabbed and gone. Doesn't make it right. However, when you are forced to have to be the best of something within a field that your parents are forcing you to be mm. and you ain't learned to live yourself, you may fail a little bit later on because that pressure's too much. Yeah. There's a turning red. The whole movie's around a mum pushing a, um, a daughter to be like the best student and to be like to carry on the culture of their upbringing and stuff and not understand that the daughter's growing up and maybe wants to do her own thing. Yeah. There's old films then, about but that. If, if the parents push that child, yeah, to become successful and they do become successful in a, like, we're talking like Beyonce level success. Yeah, yeah. Where do we draw the line? All right. So we're measuring, we're measuring Beyonce with success though, isn't it? Yeah. And how successful she is. Mm. If Beyonce got to an age where she went, I don't want to sing no more. Mm. But the parents went, no, no, you're, 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 you're singing. We've spent five I to 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, that's yeah, why yeah. I feel like there is a line and the line should be, what does a child want to do? Mm. Even if the child stops singing for a little bit and then later on comes back and says, you know what? I do mm. want to start singing again. Cool. There's encouraging children yeah. and there's forcing children. That's why I'm so thankful for my parents, man. Because they let I you got do what to, you I got back to. I got to about 15. I started boxing when I was nine. Yeah. I got to about 15 and, and my dad is the one that got me into boxing in the first place. He wanted yeah. to be down the gym and mm. I got three brothers and a couple of them that tried boxing. We were all playing rugby at the time. And um, 
I remember the rugby story. Yeah, come on. And uh, and I'd do it again. And I'd do it again. I'll do oh, it now. But I uh my dad, I remember coming up to my dad and saying, Look, Dad, I don't you know, I don't think I want to box anymore. Yeah. And he was like, you know, it'll be it's gonna be a cry and shame because you're very good, but do your thing. Do your thing. Figure out who you are. Yeah. So I went and played rugby, went and done my thing, went and yeah. got drunk every weekend. And then I found myself back in the sport because yeah. of the love for it. You get me? So like yeah. I can see where the differences are. If you found the love, you, you were pushed into boxing from young or you started from young and they were really pushing you for it. Right. Mm. You stopped on your own terms. They allowed it. Mm. You fell in love with it again on your own terms. Yeah. Which means that the genuine love that you have for boxing has come from you and not from, I need to do it because my parents said continue. Yeah. yeah, And I think that is a hell of a lot more healthy than trying to do boxing because other people tell you that you have to. And I think with a lot of the kids that we see that are forced into doing things, bro, it's a very cultural thing as well. Like if you speak to predominantly African, Asian and some Caribbean cultures, mainly African and Asian, Mm. uh, education is so key that you have to at least get your degree and in something of a field where they think is, um, but they think it's worthy to say back to the family of you've studied and earned something back. Wow. And, and where that comes from is the opportunities that are not given back home that you can achieve when you get to the Western world. Mm-hmm. So um, there are people who are, who can study in different parts of the world and not have work there that will pay you enough. Whereas if you were to go to America, if you come to the UK, mm-hmm. you can get paid a decent amount of money for the experience that you gained, even when you were in Africa and Asia and in the Caribbean, etc. Some of the countries that this part of the world will go, Oh, is that where you're from? Mm-hmm. But then you come over here and you're more qualified than a lot of people that are here because of the education you got right. Now, with those things, it could be lawyer, doctor. Um, it could be engineer, um, something to do with, um, something to do with, um, what do you call it? Uh, bio, biochemistry and oh, yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. Like medicine, medicine and, stuff, like and stuff, not just even being a doctor, but being someone who creates medicine. Like yeah. there are so many different fields that you can be in mm. that they deem as like, this is an amazing field. But then there's a child that goes, I just want to be a comedian or a singer, mm. or I would like to be into dance. And now it's a lot more accepted, but many years ago, culturally, mm it would be seen as a thing of, so you want to dance for money. You want to be a clown. Is that what you're telling me? As opposed to- Does that come down to a thing? And this is actually a question I wanted to ask you on the previous podcast, but I missed it. Because you spoke about once, I think it was either our first episode or the second episode, you spoke about being represented, right? Yeah. Which is completely, and I'm I'm saying this from my point of view, this is completely alien to me. I've never, I could never understand, not understand, I could never- Relate? Relate to understanding- how that feels like to see someone on TV and go, he looks like me. Okay. You get me? Like I've never experienced that. So what is that like? Do you remember the first time that you were, do you think that kind of thing is representation because your parents or the people that are pushing you haven't seen? First time, Real McCoy, watching Mm. Real McCoy when I was younger Mm. and Desmond's and seeing black people on TV going, this this is the show I have to watch. Mm. Not knowing why, but I have to, because it made more sense to me. Mm. I'd watch it and go, yo, representation in this. I didn't even know the word representation when I was young, Mm. but something about this felt familiar. This is like my mum, my dad, my grandmother, my granddad, my uncles, my aunts. That's what it was that I got from those shows. Mm. Whereas what I didn't have when I watched other programs was that feeling of that could be me Mm. or that could be my family. Now, it's funny, my therapist, we spoke about this and and my therapist um, is, is white. Mm. 
we talk about race and culture and has, we, we spoke about this. And one thing she, well, I did appreciate that she said was that she said from her side, understanding what it might, what it means to have an identity that is, I am a black man mm. or I'm black anything that from her side is, is foreign to her because mm. part, even though being white is part of your identity, it's not something that's in the forefront of your mind to have to think about because mm. a lot of the people around you anywhere in this country are going to be the same. Whereas I can go anywhere in this country and recognize that I am the only black person in the room. Mm. And that question of how does that feel? It's weird because it's one of those feelings that is always there, but it doesn't throb like a pain or it doesn't hit like an alarm. It's just an always, it's always there, like a level of awareness, similar to driving a car and knowing you always have to be on alert, mm. even though you can just cruise when you're driving. Yeah. It's one of those things that when you're in the car, safety first. It feels like that. Like, you know, that I know that I'm black. Mm. I have no problem with being in a room where no one else is, but I know what I look like. And there are times that I'm reminded when other people treat me a particular way. Mm. There are times where you get the drunk person, um, <laughs> drunk. Let me tell you something. Drunk white men and women are very friendly and, but they lose, they lose that sense of, what is deemed as acceptable or not. Mm. I remember I was in Wales once, was doing a UKG brunch event and there was a woman who was in the smoking area when I went outside just to get some fresh air. And she came up to me and she was like, oh, you're the MC, you're the host. Or what's that? I said, yeah, we're just bubbling, talking. And then she showed me a picture of her kids, right? And she was like, she, she felt the need to show them to me. Stop doing that, people, please. I, I won't follow their Instagram pages. <laughs> show me a picture of her kids her whole thing was she wanted to show me that she had beautiful kids. And one of the reasons she said they were beautiful was because they were mixed race, right? She described them as um, having exotic skin and hair. And that's what makes them, obviously I love my children, but also the fact that they've got this golden skin makes them really, really beautiful. And I was disgusted by that because they should be beautiful, whatever their skin is. But the fact you felt to highlight that one to me as if I was going to sit here and go, oh yeah, that's great because I'm black and someone like me and you would be able to make those. And two, the fact that you've had to, this is what you tell them. Mm. This is what they now know is that they're beautiful because they are something that someone else isn't is how you then make somebody else feel ugly. Mm. It's, it's colorism is an, is an issue in our community. Racism is an issue in the world. But when you have the idea that you as a, as a white mum have mixed race children and you advertise their mixed raceness as part of their beauty, as if that's what makes them beautiful rather than them just being who they are mm. is beautiful. It's almost like you tokenize. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You almost like you go, I wanted a mixed race child because I've been told that having a mixed race child is beautiful. Mm. All children are beautiful. Right. Regardless of the jokes I was saying earlier on about modeling and stuff, all kids are beautiful, especially to their parents, but you shouldn't just aim for having a certain complexion because what does that do for the person who isn't that, that might be related or the mm. child that might come out a bit darker mm. or a child that comes out lighter and has to compare and look and say, I don't match with, with the rest of my brothers and sisters because there's not one tone that you're going to come out if yeah. you, if you have a mixed term mixed family. Mm. And the reason why representation is so important when you see on screen that you see people that are put in roles that look like you, the first thing you see is, oh my God, there are people out there like me. Secondly, 
we then we got to the next stage of representation where we started to look at we started to look at um, when we were given loads and loads of roles. Like uh, one of the one of the things that happened over the past five years, is particularly after what happened with George Floyd, is that there was an awareness raised not just for the lack of representation when it comes to like people of color is the term that they like to use, but black people being on screen that companies were going, we need people of color and so on to represent and we stand by you, et cetera, et cetera. And then they started to do the thing where they overcompensate and go, Hey, look, listen, we need you to come over here and, and be on the TV so we can represent you and da, 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 da. Mm. And you know what? It's like manufactured. It's very manufactured. It becomes, that becomes almost the opposite end of tokenizing where you go from, we only need one black person to give us all the black people because everyone's good. Mm. We just want black people on our screens, which sounds good to some people in theory. It's not. Where we need to find is the balance where you go, I'm picked because my talent is great. And me being black, it doesn't really matter mm. if I'm black or not. Am I talented? Am I good for the role? Yes. Yeah. If the role requires me to be like, if I need to play somebody who is, let's say African, then I'll play that because I would represent that in terms of one that my history is, even though I'm, I'm more directly Caribbean now, but just as an example, my history is, I reflect the, the people that look like me in there for representation purposes, but can I play the role correctly? Yeah. That's why we still got a bit of a way to go. Mm. So for you, you watch the screen and you're like, I see this person who's white and I see this person who's black and I see this person who's Asian because you've seen so much of you already that it doesn't even pop up in your mind. Yeah. Whereas when Trevor McDonald first got his role on TV as a news presenter, um, a news uh, broadcaster, brother, like not just, there were people from all different races, black, Asian, all different races that were like, switch the TVs on. Trevor is on the news because there's someone else now that even if it's not my culture or my mm. color, it's closer to me than what I've always seen. Mm. So yeah, it's, there's a lot to it uh, with representation. There's a lot to it. That was a long monologue there, boy. Sorry. It's you good, man. But there's a lot to it. And it's an interesting topic. When I, when I talk to my friends like you who are like, I, I don't understand that feeling that you might have. I've heard about it. And because of where I'm at, I don't get it. I love having the conversation because it's not that I wouldn't expect you to necessarily understand the same way that someone like me who has waited to see representation happen more, but also it's not just, it's not just a black thing, bro. Uh, all right, as a comedian, mm. I remember when, when I started for a lot of comedy shows, they would have, they would have, this is what it would be. We need all our comedians and then the alternative act, the alternative act to give it a bit of diversity would be someone who is black or Asian or female mm. or part of the LGBTQ plus community. And only one of them, because more than one, Ooh, this is now a contemporary night of comedy where actually it didn't have to be. You could book as many as you wanted, as long as they could make people laugh. Yeah. As time goes along. They're like, all right, now we're starting to see more people who are part of the LGBTQ plus community. We can have one or two on the lineup, or it doesn't even have to really be focused on if they are or are not gay or lesbian or transgender or whatever. It's just, that's the community they're a part of. We can book a few more, but then they would only have maybe one or two, but then they would leave everyone else out or they'll have one person who's black, one who's Asian, leave everybody else out. Or they'll have one woman and one Asian person and then leave everybody else out because in their eyes, part of our identity is 
like if there are three slots to your identity, one or two slots are already taken up by things that we're, that by the way we're born, black, um, part of the LGBTQ plus community or whatever it is that we are. Whereas for a, a white male comic, 10, 15 years ago, it was never like those slots were not part of the identity. Like, are you white? Are you male? We kind of expect you to be, you're a comedian. So forget that. What makes you different? Mm. Which means that before even looking at them, you actually take an interest in who they are as to what makes them different. Whereas for a lot of clubs, they look at me and go, oh, he's a black guy, book him. Bro, I've had that so many times in my beginning of my career. Really? Yeah, bro. I've done it where there's shows where um, there's other black people on the lineup. And if I'm on the lineup, everyone feels like, wow, this is really different. There's two of you. <laughs> that's crazy. Bro, but that's just the way the world has been for a long time. Yeah. Think about when's a lot, when you were younger, mm. you were born in 90 what? Three. How many like sitcoms in, in this country do you remember there being where there was like predominantly um, black or Asian family in there? Like in the forefront, there were a few, but well, how many do you remember? The only one I can remember is oh, it was so funny as well. Um, you know, is that but UK based? Oh, not UK based. Nah, American. American. So Americans were a bit ahead of the time with putting out sitcoms with predominantly a, a black family in the forefront. Mm. Sister, sister, Keenan and Kel, like city guys. There yeah. was like because they they've developed so much of separate parts of America where there are a heavy amount of that community in abundance where more so that community probably would be the the majority rather than the minority. Whereas in the UK, there's nowhere in the UK where there is a minority that is the, sorry, an ethnic minority in terms, I'm doing that in inverted commas, ethnic minority, which is actually the majority. Maybe some areas like Leicester has got a very large Asian population, but it's still Leicester has. Yeah. It, but it still has a predominantly white base around the whole yeah, of Leicester. Well, you look at—I mean, Bedford was one of the most culturally diverse towns, exactly. Right? And I think that's the the reason I am so comfortable asking these questions because yeah. I've been around different, you know, different different ethic, different everything. Do you know mm. what I mean? From a, such a young age, especially my upper school, my upper school, my upper school was so diverse. Yeah, like I think that's why especially in conversations like this, it's important for people like me to ask the question mm -hmm. as opposed to just wondering. There are people that wonder, but they feel offended by asking. We're actually, and, and do you know what? I, I understand sometimes why they feel offended. There are many of us that don't want to be asked the question. Yeah, of course. There yeah, are many. Yeah. There are some, like I've heard people say, it's not for me to tell you, it's for you to go and research for yourself. I'm, a, I'm not against that, but I'm also not for it. Mm. Research for yourself, yes. But how do you research without also having conversations with people that with the lived experience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk to people. Yeah. Um, those so, ones, there are, I mean, everyone's, whoever says that entitled to their own view, but I'm just not that person. I like talking about this Yeah, stuff. man. I think there's two things I need to like kind of unpack from that. And one thing is I wanted to give you props the other day and you've just done it again. It's how openly you talk about therapy. Oh, oh, eh, bruv. Laughter is therapy. Bro. I live, you know I live for the conversation of someone therapy, could be particularly with this. men. Someone could be watching this and wondering, yeah. or thinking, I would never even thought about going to therapy and seeing someone yeah. like you say, oh, regular. Oh, I was to my therapist today. Or regular. I speak to my therapist this. Listen, you know what I mean? Regular. When I tell you therapy for me, I got friends, right, who, um, have, who are comedians who came to my tour show in March. Some of them have told me, others I've heard because they've told another comedian, but they haven't had a chance to tell me, or they just maybe didn't want to mm. have started therapy because of when I spoke about it on my tour show. My whole tour show was built around what has made us, what has broken us down as a society and what's affected us as individuals. 
Then I went into a section of me seeking therapy and what therapy does. Mm. And then afterwards, how it's helped me then move forward after. There have, I've got friends who have told me I have been to therapy, but I was worried about starting until I spoke to you or heard you talk about it. I've had people who are, um, who came to the show. Mm. There was one woman, I will never forget this. I was doing one of my, um, just before my tour, I was practicing the material at another friend's show. Um, I could say actually it was um, Gus Khan. Shout out to my brother, Gus Khan. He had um, a work in progress show, I believe, for his, um, for a tour that I think he's going to do very soon. He's still doing, working it out with, um, with other comedians as well. And when I did this show, I did it in, uh, I want to say, can't remember what city. I want to say Leicester or Coventry. Leicester, Coventry or Birmingham. I can't remember where it was. When we did the show, um, after the show, a woman came up to me and uh, with, her, with her husband and said, oh, he was amazing. Thank you very much. And so on. And I just thought nothing of it. And I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you guys. And then she left. And about two days later, she messaged me and said, hi, I was the person that came up to you when you were standing just by the, near the entrance of the bar and blah, 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 blah. I just want to say me and my husband had been going through a rough time that night, as well as for the past few months. And we've been sitting there thinking, we don't know what we're going to do. We're probably going to break up. You gave us advice to go and seek therapy, basically because it's available and you normalized it in a way that made us comfortable. We've got an appointment for therapy. We're going on whenever they're going. Three weeks later, I get another message. Thank you. You helped us. We were on the brink. Couples therapy has allowed us to be able to communicate better with each other. Mm. I love and appreciate what you're doing. And thank you very much. And I'll never forget that because I never said, I, I wanted to do, I wanted to be funny, but talk about myself. Mm. I didn't want to go and talk about therapy because I wanted to get people to get into therapy. But if that's what it's done by proxy, Ooh, good, good. It's had an impact, surely. You know, it's good. and I think it will have an impact on this. I, th- I, I think I, I don't just think I know for sure. There'll be someone somewhere watching this thing, thinking, "Well, screw it, I'm going to try therapy." That, I hope so. Do you know what I mean, I hope so because it, it is, it is normalized. Oh man, it could save your life. It's, it's, it, well, it, not, it, it, I say it, it is normal. You're normalizing it. Yeah, yeah. We, we're, we're trying to make it more normalized. It's become a lot more of a conversation that people can have, and less more, less of a taboo. Mm. But we're still not there yet. It needs work. For sure. Needs work. Do you know what, do you know what I need as well? What? A trim. Listen. <laughs> ask, ask a- I need physical therapy now. Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn. Brooklyn, do you think Ori needs a trim? Yeah, Brooklyn, what are you saying? Oh, listen, Brooklyn's a dickhead, man. I don't know what his problem is. Brooklyn ain't talking to us today. You know what? <laughs> Absolute jealousy. And that's your business, bro. That is your business. Yeah, bro. I uh, I think that you've- uh, Lovely. I think you've nailed it, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to. We're working this podcast out. We're working ourselves out as individuals. Uh, I'm a work in progress just as much as you are, just as much as my mental health is, my physique is, my 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 career is, just as much as your boxing is, just as much as your your record, which is currently undefeated. Bro. Mm-hmm. Everything's a work in progress. So as far as I'm concerned, we can continue to work these things out. Let's do so. For sure. All right, we're gonna, let's wrap this up because I need to make a move. I've got to try and go for a swim before I head down to London. Come on. Because um, I'm trying to get rid of these titties, right? <laughs> I don't know if they, how they look in the top, but if I do that, they're bouncing. They're going, they're going, bro. They're jiggling, isn't it? Don't do that, bro. No, they're jiggling. Wait, if I go on this side where the light is, is it a bit better? See what I'm saying? But if I tense it though, look. What? Wow. What are you mean? These titties are heavy Get only big, because they're man. muscle. What do you mean? Get big. The micro, you're not going to hear them on the mic, yeah? Muscle. <laughs> what? Come at me, bro. In it, Henchy, I'm coming for you now. Don't tell him that, actually. <laughs> don't tell him that. I love the fact that we, we mention Henchy, Henchy every time. But yeah, um, 
Yo, this is the Respectfully Podcast. Shout out to Brooklyn, who is on the microphone saying nothing. Brooklyn, what's your social media? Thank you very much, Brooklyn. Much appreciated. Shout out to my guy, Mickey Mills in the Bills. Hold uh, tight. Hold tell tight. Me, uh, Mickey at underscore. Mi- no, no. Take that. Mickey at underscore. At okay. <laughs> Mickey Mills. On social media. It's no, it's not. Mickey, Mickey underscore Mills. Mills. You don't even know you're on social media. That's oh, why you're, I'm my guy's saying, I want to get my followers up. We'll yeah, tell them man, the right page. I'm trying to get that 45K, boy. Am I on 45K? I don't know. Is that what you want? Uh, it might be higher than that. I man. want them. I want them, them. It might be a little bit higher. Them social media followers, bro. It might be a little bit higher. I want to get that blue tick. Do you know what? Right. You will do. At some point. I don't know when. It just popped up. On my Facebook and my Instagram one day. What, the blue tick? Yeah, it just popped. I swear. It just popped up. I, uh, pff, bro, I, I feel like someone respected my ting and said, you know what? We like Can you all get a blue tick of 2,000 followers? I think so, yeah. I'm sure you can. I'm going to work this out, bro. I'm going to get Yeah, blue of course tick. you can. It's not about how much followers you have. I think it's about the publishing of um, articles and documentation that say that you are who you are and may need to have a blue tick so no one else can try and... Like, like pretend and take your identity and so on. Okay. So it's more so the person that you've researched, this tick shows that this is that person. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to get that blue tick. Watch I know me, you bro. will. You Watch will. me. You will. I'm going to come and do some stand up comedy while I'm at Oh my sake. God, no, no, please <laughs> not don't. not going to do that, bro. Please don't. I ain't got that in me, man. Please don't. I'm not going <laughs> to. Even if you did, bro, with the fact that you're a great boxer and the fact that you're great when it comes to video content creation, mm. trying to do comedy now is, is, is a whole reset. Not interested. Good. I'm Amen. Totally honest with you. Not interested. Amen. <laughs> All right, guys, this is Respectfully Podcast. My name is Ori Styler. Follow me on social media platforms. Ori, A-U-R-I-E. Styler, S-T-Y-L-A. By the end of this week, or the beginning of this week for those who are watching this podcast when it comes out, yeah. there will be a Respectfully Podcast Instagram page. I've just been so busy that I haven't even sat down and done. I've done all the designs, done a little video and stuff. I've even done a little sound drop and so on and the whole Respectfully. Yeah, mm. I've done all of that. I just need to make the Instagram page and I will do. Uh, but when it comes up, follow that. Do not forget to subscribe to this podcast if you are a first time listener. If you're not a first time listener, you already subscribed. Tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell someone needs therapy as well actually tell anybody right now all i'm saying is when you tell them tell them respectfully we're out here guys peace